Hi, everyone. Welcome to Equity Breakdown. We'll find short, no bullshit overviews of public companies. Now, social media has earned a toxic reputation throughout the years. The ecosystems have amplified the addictive qualities of human nature. However, there is one platform that stands out from the rest and is focused to deliver high value content. Imagine a positive social media network with one of the most powerful visual discovery engines in the market. Today, we will break down Pinterest, ticker symbol P-I-N-S, the company that aims to discover your ideas and turn them into action. Now, Pinterest is a social media network that gives users the ability to bookmark photos online and create boards with many themes about any personal interests. You can then share your boards with friends and exchange new ideas by following each other. The company classifies itself a media-rich utility platform that gives users the ability to visually discover their ideas and put them into action. During the discovery phase, users, or in this case, pinners, are undecided when it comes to brands or services that will satisfy their idea or action. Based on a survey by Comscore, actually, users have stated that they discovered new ideas and inspiration using the platform. Additionally, according to TalkShop, users discovered new brands, products, or services. So the users seek commercial content creating opportunities for advertisers. The company offers the following products. So you have standard pins, which are images that show products or recipes, etc. Product pins, which are shoppable images that have up-to-date pricing and links to purchase. Collections, which shop for products while viewing general inspiring content. And video pins, which are short videos on how-to content. Now the technology behind the platform allows for the creation of two types of value propositions. So the first one value proposition is for users or pinners, and the second one is for advertisers. So when it comes to users, you have visual experience, human creation and personalization, and it's also designed for action. So visual experience, images and videos help users develop and discover ideas without using words. Ideas can sometimes be difficult to describe, and as a result, the company offers visual inspiration at scale. So investment in computer vision provides models the ability to see content of each pin and optimize billions of recommendations. Now, when it comes to personalization, human uh, curation, when photos or images are bookmarked or pinned, the ecosystem that is created is handpicked and personalized. It's important to note here that when people save their pictures, videos, they reveal how one contextualizes an idea. So using machine learning and computer vision, the company can better predict what users needs because users reveal how they organize their ideas. And design for action. So 85% of users say they go to Pinterest to start a new project. Each pin has a link to a useful source that outlines product services and how-to instructions. Up-to-date pricing and stock information is also available, and the consumer is taken directly to the checkout page. Users can also use the Shop 2 locked feature to identify products on sale. Now, specifically for advertisers, you know, uh, they empower, they have an empowering environment, and they also provide valuable audience to advertisers. So users on Pinterest feel inspired and engaged in creative ways. So the positive digital experience opens the ability for advertisers to emotionally connect their brands in a creative and positive way as well. Advertisers, after all, are in the business of inspiration. And when it comes to the audience, more people are using Pinterest to purchase products. And as a result, Pinterest households were 39% more likely to buy retail products and spend 29% more than the average household. So the majority of the pins saved on the platforms are from businesses as well, which in result create a native content that allowed users and advertisers to exchange naturally. So the company's mission, of course, is to bring everyone the inspiration to create a life they love. So in simple terms, they have images that represent ideas that you may have, which in result allow you to then purchase certain products 
to essentially act upon them. So in regards to the industry, the global advertising market is projected to grow to $826 billion in 2022 from $693 billion in 2018. This represents a 5% CAGR based on the IDC reporting. Digital marketing specifically is experiencing a 12% CAGR, which will amount to $423 billion in 2022. CPG and retail accounted for $64 billion of this digital advertising spend, and technology, financial service, and entertainment accounted for $144 billion. Ultimately, the United States is the largest digital advertising market, accounting for $166 billion in 2022, which is around 40% of that total market. Now, Pinterest's total addressable market includes brand advertising and performance-based advertising across many formats. So online brand ad advertising. Users on Pinterest have a high intention of buying a product or service. They are undecided as they explore ideas. As a result, majority of the popular searches on Pinterest are unbranded, opening an opportunity for advertisers to raise awareness. So the potential is projected around $279 billion for brand advertising. Offline brand advertising. So traditional offline advertising options, such as print, mail, television, radio, etc., accounted for $378 billion in global advertising spend in 2018. Now, we all know that that's transitioning, so this will eventually transfer to online, and Pinterest feels confident that they will be the platform to consume this market. This represents a 45% market share as well, too, so it's huge when it comes to that perspective. Now, online performance advertising. So users on Pinterest browse ideas and eventually buy products and services. Advertisers want to target the early stage of consumers looking for ideas and as a result are willing to spend around $169 billion by 2022. Now, the company's uh, business model. The company generates revenue primarily by delivering ads on the website and through the mobile application. Advertisers purchase ads directly with Pinterest team or relationships with advertising agencies. Based on this model, the company recognizes revenue based on user clicks on ads, cost per clicks, views on ads, cost per thousand impressions, and views on video ads, cost per view. The majority of the revenue is generated in the U.S. with expansion opportunities abroad. Now, the following customer landscape is present for Pinterest. The company has 442 million monthly active users. So 343 uh, of those users belong internationally and 98 belong in the U.S. So 98 million in the U.S., 343 internationally. Now, growth among users uh, is happening under the age of 25. Two-thirds of the total audience is female. Eight out of 10 moms are part of the base who are often primary decision makers when buying products and services. In the U.S., total audience includes 43% internet uses. And the average revenue per user in the U.S. is around $3.85. Now, the majority of the ads are purchased also by CPG and retail companies. Uh, and examples of those are Target, Procter & Gamble, Albertsons, Ruthie's, Pie Provisions, uh, Hubble, and STX Entertainment. On top of that, the company aims to become a network that delivers positive emotion as consumers discover ideas and purchase products and services to make them a reality. So according to the SEC filings, Pinterest has the following advantages. A technology platform. So Pinterest expresses significant value in its database of image-rich pins. So images are very keen to the eye and people can gravitate to them easily. This gives the company the ability to generate insights related to trends, understanding consumer intent, and predict consumer behavior. So the company aims to invest in resources to uh, realize fine-grained image recognition, object-to-object -object visual search, and large-scale visual uh, infrastructure. An image is certainly worth a thousand words to Pinterest. 
Now in regards to network effects. So Pinterest has 442 million monthly active users. Users can search and pin their images and share them between friends and the community at large. The platform creates a positive reaction and a personalized reaction to users. In fact, 82% of users or pinners feel their Pinterest is personalized according to service from TalkShop. There's something for everyone to enjoy while using the platform. And the third element here is empowering user. So social media usually permeates a toxic environment. Users, however, view Pinterest as an environment that offers non-judgmental space to explore personal ideas through beautiful, high-value content. 91% of the users believe Pinterest is filled with positivity. And finally, the advertising product suite. So the platform allows advertisers to fully tap into the entire sales funnel from discovery, consideration, and finally, the action in terms of sales. The users also come on Pinterest with an intent to realize an idea and execute the value of this alignment between pinners and advertisers uh, to coexist naturally where high value ads are sought to by users. Now in terms of risks, the company has highlighted certain competitive and operational risks that, they, that may affect its performance. So from a competition perspective, the company's main competitors are Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, Google, and Snap. Additionally, small players like All Recipes and House and Tastemade also compete in the space. So those are your top competitors. Uh, another disadvantage that the company has is one main revenue stream. So the company generates its all its sources of revenue through ad, the, the revenue generated from advertisements. So monetization of users still has not occurred, and that can create significant risk when advertisers have reduced funds. Most advertisers also do not have long-term commitments. Brand reputation. Because of many businesses and products, the company does not filter out sites that could be copycats of certain products. These sites are unreliable and sometimes turn out to be scams that could harm the brand reputation that the loyal fan base perceives. And finally, users authenticate third, uh, through third-party providers. So a large number of users use Facebook or Google login to access Pinterest. While this is a growth strategy, it is also a double-edged sword that can inhibit the platform. Facebook and Google are also competitors with Pinterest. And each operates in their respective space currently, but monetization strategies in the future can certainly create friction between the pairs. And now, in terms of the team here, which is important, the company is actually led by the original founders and is composed of a team specialized in the content and design space. So you have Benjamin Silberman, who's a chairman, CEO, and co-founder. So Silberman worked in Google before founding the company. He also holds a Bachelor's of Arts from Yale University. So he's a pretty pivotal leader in the company itself. You have Evan Sharp, who's a co-founder and chief design and creative officer. So Sharp worked on Facebook uh, as a product designer prior to founding Pinterest. And then you have some new additions like Aya Kanai. She's head of content and editorial partnerships. So Kanai was previously Marie Claire's editor-in-chief prior to joining Pinterest. And recent additions to the board of directors are former Disney executive Salam Colum smith and former Harpo Studios executive Andrea Awisham. So both, based on the new additions to the team and the directors, the company wants to actually heavily focus in delivering high quality and inspirational content. So they're trying to leverage that competitive advantage that very few social media networks are associated with. Now, the company is trading at $58.38 a share, resulting in a market cap of $36 billion. The company has achieved $1.1 billion in revenue for the fiscal year ending December 31, 2019, a 51% increase over the $0.8 billion earned in the fiscal year 2018. More recently, the company earned $443 million in revenue in Q3 2020, a 58% increase over $280 million earned in the same time frame in 2019. 
This results in an LTM of 1.3 billion so far. Now across its 442 million monthly active users, the company generates an average revenue per user globally of a dollar and three cents, which is 14% growth from uh, last year. As of full year 2019, 2018, unfortunately the company incurred a net loss of 1.4 billion and a net loss of uh, 60 billion uh, in terms of uh, net income. The majority of the loss in 2019 was driven by heavy R&D expenses related to the platform. LTM gross margins are 900 million and uh, around 70%. Now, Pinterest is trading at 24.9 times the last 12 months revenue and 16.3 times based off of the estimate in the next 12 months revenue. And in relation to that, um, they plan to offer a couple of growth strategies. First, uh, they want to utilize computer vision, such as Lens, to improve visual recommendations. They want to make Pinterest more shoppable, and they want to expand beyond the CPG retail to automotive uh, technology, financial services, and entertainment. On top of that, they want to localize product and content for global reach. And more importantly, they want to heavily invest in creating high-quality commercial content with brands, retailers, and content creators. So the company is certainly performing well. Um, of, of course, as many of these technology companies, uh, they are also incurring losses. Um, but as long as growth is maintained, um, this, this company stands out relative to its social media network peers and also relative to Amazon. So users have a very specific goal when they go to Pinterest and they have a very positive reaction when it comes to Pinterest as well, too. Um, well, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we're, if you want to access and download the detailed report, you have the attached link here, which will include the summary and also a quick company infographic of uh, the strengths and risks and, and high level financial performance. And as always, if you like the content, please make sure to share this newsletter, share this post or subscribe if you have not already. Now, wishing you guys a great week and on to the next.